All right, Sprocketeers, it's your boy, George B. Thomas, and we're back. And you know what? I got to be honest. I am super excited. Now, I know I always say I'm excited, but I'm super excited because uh, it's me and one of the OGs back together. We haven't been back in a long time, but today we're going to do an interview. It's going to be Nick Sal, George B.T. We're going to be laying it down. But before we lay it down, let's go ahead and hit that bumper and get into the good stuff. All right, my man, Nick Sal, how are you doing today, brother? Doing great, George. I was looking forward to this. Yeah. It's good to be uh, back, you and I, on the mic together again. I know, right? It's going to be absolutely amazing. Today, we're talking about HubSpot onboarding. Yes. And Nick, I actually want to hit this from a couple different directions because, one, if somebody is searching HubSpot onboarding and they're looking for content about HubSpot onboarding, they're probably pretty new to HubSpot yeah. just in general. So yeah. when you think of some somebody who is just starting, you know, what are, before we get into the nitty gritty of like onboarding tasks or things like that, what is one or two things that you would share with every HubSpot newbie that they might not be getting or understand or see online in general? Sure. Uh, so good question. So if someone was searching for HubSpot onboarding online, that tells me you're likely in one of two scenarios. Either one is you're looking for someone to basically do the onboarding for you. You're like, who's going to help us, help us, our organization or whatever, get on board with HubSpot. That's one way to look at it. Getting on board is getting certain things set up, certain things turned on, certain things imported, configured, labeled properly. Now we're officially on board from a technological uh, standpoint. And then you know, training and getting the team involved and empowered is somewhat of an afterthought. Then there's probably people searching for onboarding because they're going to need it. Like some, they're saying, well, who will onboard me, the loan marketer, the loan business owner, the, the first person in, the loan director of sales or sa director of revenue, whatever they might be. And they're saying, who's gonna help get me oriented to HubSpot. And they think of it more from an orientation and an empowerment standpoint. So just want to clarify those two things that, that uh, and I think George and I and other people who have been at this for a while would lean more towards, you should be seeking the latter. People who can get you oriented and get you kind of on the playing board, if you will, uh, feeling empowered when you log into HubSpot, that you know what to do and where to go. So I'll use that as a starting point for what folks might be looking for, George, in terms of resource, what they should be looking for is number one, and I know you agree with this, is education. Yeah. When I went and I, I did a talk on this, by the way, at Inbound uh, 2017 mm. uh, about five things that market, HubSpot reboot, five things marketers wish they had learned the first time around, thinking about Marketing Hub being the, the home base for where a lot of people are investing and building out from HubSpot. But when I asked, when I did some research and asked successful customers that I've onboarded over the years, and I should say by way of background that I worked at HubSpot uh, for four and a half years as one of the first 250 employees, stayed with them uh, until they were over 1,100 employees on three continents through their IPO. And then I started joining HubSpot agency partners, uh, which I've been working at various leading HubSpot agency partners for the last few years. So I have worked with a ton of HubSpot customers trying to get on board. So when I gave that talk in uh, 2017, I called up some of these older customers and said, what, what made the difference for you? You did so great. You, you, you found your way through to success. And they said, a lot of times it kept coming up. I, I threw a bunch of hours at educating myself is the best users who are getting on board should be looking for HubSpot Academy certifications. Yes. Uh, for the video content, if you're kind of letting, want the information to kind of wash over you and you want to be led by the hand, uh, HubSpot Academy content in general is a great place to start. 
but then also spending time in HubSpot's own knowledge base, which you can get at via help.hubspot.com. Uh, there's getting started guides on there and stuff like that. Or if you're already inside your HubSpot portal, you know, you're not searching for onboarding as a way to decide to pick HubSpot, but you've already picked HubSpot, you're in HubSpot, there's a little purple uh, bubble, at least it is today, a uh, bubble that says help, you click on that, you can search for anything you wanna get oriented on, and that's another key resource is find the knowledge base. Uh, find help.hubspot.com, it is surprisingly useful. Maybe you've used another software or whatever and their knowledge base, their articles were not that useful, George can attest to this, the articles at HubSpot from HubSpot are very useful step-by-step -step articles. Um, and then you wanna move from there to see who else coming up in the search results seems to be deeply invested in, in, in educating HubSpot customers. Uh, the folks at Impulse Creative, uh, Sprocket Talk, the things that George put out, clearly a great resource to start with as well. So uh, in, in summary, start with HubSpot Academy, the official sort of uh, orientation program to almost any key aspect of HubSpot, start getting tactical by going into help.hubspot.com, the knowledge base, the step-by-step -step and screenshots. This is how you do what, where. And then finally, look for power users, people who are deeply invested in helping the overall community uh, use Inbound and HubSpot and uh, start to look for those YouTube channels, those feeds where people are putting out a lot of great targeted content to fill in those gaps. Nick, that's a great beginning. I love how you kind of segmented and then went into some like fine points that people can do. <laughs> and, and thanks for the kind words, by the way. Yeah, Thank sure. you very much. It's true. Now, true. now here's here's the thing. You kind of started the segment, and then my mind went to this question. And I'm like, well, I I know what Nick and I, as people who work in an agency, might say, and then I know what Nick and I, as just general human beings, might say. And then the un, the interesting thing is, they might not be the same thing. So Indeed. when you know that there's people looking in two different ways, there's the folks who are like, I just want somebody to onboard us. And there's the, I want somebody to help us on board because I want to learn the tool. What are the pros and cons um, of like, look, maybe, maybe you think you want somebody to onboard you, but you might want to get your hands dirty. Like, give me some of the pros and cons of actually choosing to at least go through the onboarding process yourself versus having somebody else do it for you. Sure. Great question, George. And so folks, what we're considering here is why don't I just get someone to do all that for me? Someone who's been through the minefield already or that type of thing versus why should I do this on my own and be empowered and be my own individual user, but therefore be mostly on my own having to figure this stuff out and go through the minefield. Um, I, I still go back to George. I believe that nothing will last, nothing will be successful in an organization's adoption of any of the hubs of HubSpot unless they have empowered individual users who really can be champions inside their organization and can understand the nuances of their organization politically, operationally, business-wise, different business units, how they sell and so on, besides the individual users inside their organization. Now, a lot of organizations, they're big enough, they're, they're structured enough, there's, a, there's enough at risk that they don't want to make a mistake. So they think, get the folks from HubSpot, like HubSpot has their own professional services team, you know, get the professional service people, get the best agency we can find. That's not always going to be the solution because they cannot, they cannot undo whatever is the, are the obstacles or the requirements inside your own organization. So now you've got a HubSpot person on the phone or you've got this agency on the phone and you've still got your internal problems. And what I've found, George, maybe you've, you can relate to this, that a lot of times people say they bought HubSpot to fix a certain problem, but that problem is the tip of the iceberg. 
It's the it's the uh, symptom and not the disease. They think they've got a marketing issue, but in fact, they've got a product issue. They've got a team alignment issue or whatever it is. So those things have to be solved internally in a lasting and durable way. And they're not always marketing tech integration problems. Those are sometimes business transformation, strategic consulting uh, problems. So I'm just saying sometimes just putting a bunch of money or, 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 hire, or hiring in a bunch of expertise will not solve the things that you need to have lasting change inside your organization. I realize it's a bit off of exactly the pros and cons here, but let's say a, a, a pro of getting coaching, uh, some guidance and advisement and orientation is versus straight up execution for you is you get accountability. If you hire some, if you take HubSpot standard onboarding or you hire an agency like ourselves, Impulse Creative or other people to, to do some coaching and guiding, it's like, I just got off a call like that just before we jumped on the phone here, George, as you know, why these, why these users are fired up to work with us from a coaching and consulting standpoint, there's many agencies that do this, uh, is because we held them accountable. It's because we, they have a counterpart, somebody else who cares about the success of HubSpot and inbound. That's honestly what I think people crave uh, and what you can get by having there be just a counterpart on the phone saying, here's where we want to be by next week. Here's where you said you wanted to be by next week. Bring your issues to the table and they can help you troubleshoot those. But you have to go out and get your team aligned. That's a pro of kind of going at yourself is, is you are forced to become effective, empowered, independent, get your team aligned, and so on. Whereas if you just hired a bunch of order takers and question askers and plugger inners and setter uppers, um, they, don't, they can't set up around sometimes those deep-seated issues that maybe you uh, more than anybody else, the end user, the champion, or whatever, need to be accountable for, for forcing through. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have somebody kind of coaching you and checking your work and so on. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think anybody should ever go it alone per se, but I think there's a difference in getting some coaching, advising, and consulting and, and training versus do it for me style stuff. The pro of now, the con of doing all that is I've onboarded, you had no choice if you bought HubSpot and you didn't work with an agency partner, you, you would have to work with me just purely as a consultant. I was an implementation specialist at HubSpot. I did phone calls with you and gave you advice. The problem with that sometimes is when I have to tell somebody, go put together a piece of premium content, go do a rather complex assignment amidst all the other things in, your, in their job, and then that becomes a major hang up for them because they don't do creative writing regularly. They don't get alignment, as I said, with their team. And suddenly what could have been a simple task, if I just gone in and clicked a few things or, or just gotten them draft copy for it or whatever, suddenly becomes a major holdup in their adoption now. So I think the best combination actually, George, is a bit of a hybrid, which is what are the things that we know people need to get good muscle memory themselves Pro planning wise, clicking around, familiar comfort wise in the product, because you'll never be successful with HubSpot until as many people in your team as, as possible are very comfortable using the relevant aspects of the tool. It, it, HubSpot is successful like many software products when it spreads, when there's more broad adoption and things like that. So uh, a good combination is let's get coaching and guiding and consulting and training, and let's spend a little budget to have certain certified specialists at, you know, by who are certified by HubSpot and their partner program, like Media Junction, the agency I'm with right now, Impulse Creative, the, the folks behind this, this great production right now, getting them to maybe do a couple tech setup items, do some automation mapping, do some domain redirecting for you. The stuff that's intimidating doesn't need to be done more than a couple of times and would probably be a major holdup for you. Content creation sometimes is another area where at least for certain aspects of it, the designing of it, uh, interviewing key stakeholders, outlining it, reviewing it and optimizing it for keywords, things of that nature could make sense to out 
source tactically in certain places to clear roadblocks, but never at the expense of your own team going through the hard, intimidating work of getting used to a new platform, a new vocabulary, a new way of functioning and working together as a team. Yeah, I think there's so much there, so many good nuggets, like the fact that ownership, uh, accountability, um, the buy-in, right, the streamlined process. And then I, I think there's an interesting thing that you started to talk about is like you had onboarded somebody who basically they got HubSpot shoved down their throat. Now they got to do this thing. They have no clue what inbound is. What do you mean we got to create content? My world is exploding. And, and understanding where those people are and trying yeah. to get them over the hurdle can sometimes be a little bit of an interesting piece. And if you're watching yes. this and you're like, hey, that's me, you know, one of the things that uh, is kind of a life lesson, not just a HubSpot lesson, is being able to pivot, you know, the, the bob and weave, the zig and zag, the being a transition specialist, if you will. And, and if this is what's going to work for your business and your business is going to drive more revenue and when they drive more revenue, you get a raise. Yo, be all in on HubSpot Academy and Sprocket yes. Talk and Media Junction and Impulse Creative and all the places. Like, go to all the places so that you can get a raise, right? Now, Nick, I want to get into a little bit more of maybe the nitty gritty. And uh, when you think of HubSpot onboarding, are there things that inevitably you see like, oh, you've been using HubSpot for like three to six months, but what about these two or three things that like you didn't set up from the get-go? Like, what are yeah. your thoughts? Oh man, definitely. So I love what you also just unpacked from that, George. I completely agree. Um, uh, and the the bookend on that is like have an entrepreneurial mindset. Whether you are an individual contributor in a large corporation, you got layers of management on you, like in the in the inbound game, in the HubSpot adoption game, the digital transformation game, the entrepreneurial minded of the of people. Maybe you have to kind of absorb some more of that if you need to. But like, be scrappy. Say if it is to be, it's up to me. We're here to innovate. We're here to disrupt. We're here to break new ground. We'll always serve you well as you go into this. So let me also just say that's probably pitfall number one is people are like kind of waiting for marching orders, waiting to do it the way that everybody else has been done, waiting for it to be completely proven out and follow the proven formula. You're just going to be frustrated and uh, left empty handed in a lot of different corners of this adoption implementation game. The things that I find, George, when we look in in a few months that are, that are pitfalls is one is a complete lack of project management. Um, you need to be doing project management from the beginning. Even if you don't truly know what you're project managing around, you need to at least document what you do know, what you don't know. Uh, one thing that people often don't look over is resources. Who, are, What resources can they get from the company? Do they even have any other budget? Sometimes I talk to marketers and they go, Nick, I don't have any other budget. Well, that was a huge mistake, either on your part because you didn't bring it up or your business owners or your, your sponsors uh, part because they didn't want to give it to you when you asked. There's going to need to be help and if the team's not going to give it to this person, who is? And does this person have some budget to be able to assign people, resources, track contractors, or whatever? Uh, do they have goals and objectives about what is the first milestone that if it's achieved, the business is going to say, now we're going to, we will pour more resources on. The concept is now being proved out. What's that first goal where the business is going to say, you've hit a promising milestone here for the business? And with so need to have those things kind of established. Who are key stakeholders? budget, what happens if we win, what happens if we lose, key metrics, what do we know, what do we don't know, what are the assumptions that we're making, that my manager is making, that I as the individual contributor are making, document all that. Next is, uh, I did just allude to it, having a scrappy mindset to get quick wins, to push towards that first milestone. 
I, the biggest mistake, and I experienced it myself as an individual customer before I became an employee, was crossing your arms and the person's waiting for the cavalry to come. Well, Nick, I would have gotten the article up if my boss had made the appointment. You know, I would have been able to write the ebook if the engineers had been available to be interviewed or contributed the content. Too bad is what I say. They're not coming. They're not going to make the appointment. What are you going to do? Because I'll tell you, if you can't solve that problem, I won't see you in six months. They'll cancel the implementation because it did not gain traction. And even though you'll have a hundred excuses while you were left out on your own, they won't care. They'll point the finger at you most of the time. Uh, I've seen it. So I just say, push for quick wins and do whatever you have to do to get scrappy and follow getting content out, uh, starting to put wind in the sails of this initiative so you can get to that first, first milestone that the business told you in your project plan was a sign of traction and success. The other thing I, I don't see is they're not spreading uh, HubSpot out to get other users, to get other people coming in, at least looking at the data, at the reports. So they have no reporting regimen. They have no way to kind of champion and evangelize what they're learning from the early returns and the data that's coming in from HubSpot. People in your company would find that very fascinating, uh, individual users out there, you know, champions of HubSpot implementation out there. You gotta have a great reporting regimen and that's not something, HubSpot will give you the data, but you gotta be a good communicator and a good reporter. And if you aren't having regular reporting meetings with the key stakeholders, sales, leadership or whatever, they're not gonna understand what you're doing. They might resent what you're doing. They might work against what you're doing and you won't get that feedback and alignment and you certainly won't get them logging in to your portal to start looking at data and so on. And I'll tell you, George, my worst nightmare when I know that this account is doomed and this happens more often than you think is when I log on eight weeks into an implementation and the marketer I've been working with, the little lone person there who didn't spread their wings or whatever, they're gone. And it's a CEO who says, you know, Carrie didn't work out. I'm the CEO. I'm taking over. So how does HubSpot work? What's HubSpot? And you're like, oh, crap. You know, now, now you know, this is going to be gone in a month or two. Um, is this person's not the CEO is not going to have the time uh, to pick all this up and gain momentum? So I think those are just some key things, George, and people just not networking enough, not reaching out to people like communities like yourselves, you know, Sprocket Talk and stuff, and building a sort of networking group to support you because this is going to be an intimidating, sometimes frustrating, and challenging initiative to get everybody all in on inbound at your organization, and you're going to need some therapy. You're going to need some guidance and somebody looking over your shoulder. And the sooner you can find communities like that, like look at, look at your success, George, and others like you. People who got plugged in, the communities online, offline, are the ones who have thrived um, in this inbound movement. I love this. There's so much there. And it's funny because you started, Nick, with project management. Uh, and I thought to myself, okay, if I'm listening to Nick right now, what if I don't have an Asana? What if I don't have a base camp? What if I don't have a Teamworks? Well, folks, did you know you have projects inside of HubSpot, which is a project management tool that you could at least start with and leveraging? Nick, I love that you dove into goals because it's yeah. so important. And there's so many places in HubSpot to set your goals. And that's one place that we see with onboarding that people aren't going to their workflows and setting goals. They're not going to their dashboard and setting goals. Uh, and, and then here's the thing. I, I wanted to like stand up and shout amen because you're like, you're like, look, these are my words, not exactly yours. But you're like, look, no one's coming to save you save yourself like do the things that you got to do to save yourself and then i love i love the last little piece that you had in here where you're like dive into the data 
because that's where the magic is. And by the way, share that data so other people can see what the heck is happening, the successes, the failures, the reason why you need that buy-in for HubSpot onboarding. Nick, my next question here is so much good stuff in this interview already, is when you think of the more technical things that people are going to have to jump through because I I might be watching this. I might be listening to this and I'm like, okay, I'm down. We're going to do this hybrid mix. I'm going to have my project management set up. I've, I know what goals we're trying to achieve, but man, that deep end of the pool, it really scares the crap out of me. Nick, George, what should I watch out for? What might I want to reach out to Media Junction or Impulse Creative to at least get over like those hurdles? What say you on that, my friend? Sure, George. Uh, great question once again. I appreciate all the feedback here too. I hope this is useful. And again, you and I are, have been in the trenches for years trying to help customers with this. So I think it's that's why we're able to get it so power packed here. Uh, and hopefully it's not too much. Uh, and if it is, I'd say that's another thing as a user, you have to get used to drinking from a fire hose. That's just going to be part of your, your life for the next 12 or 18 months. But all that being said, you talked about what, how does one approach when it gets to the more technical pieces, such as migrating data over from a CRM, building co complex, conditional, interchanging workflows and nurturing streams. If this, then that. And then if we get to that, then this uh, and, and that, that type of thing. Yes, that is an area where it may be worthwhile to engage a consultant. And uh, I'd, I'd go so far as to say, maybe you don't even need it to be a, you know, dyed in the cloth uh, HubSpot specialist agency per se, if you're not, if you have a closer contact or there's somebody your executive team's going to trust, but someone needs to be looking at, okay, what is our sales process? What is the marketing process that at least we know so far? Uh, and how, what are the stages uh, that people go through? How does someone buy our product? And are there places where there's pitfalls and hiccups? And I'd assume you'd have something to say on that if you've been in business for longer than six months, I'm saying as the, the end user there. Should, you should be whiteboarding that out, maybe using like something like a Lucid chart or one of these other uh, online mind mapping tools and thinking about this is how the stage that somebody goes through to buy and this is how we normally are involved. And this is what usually is the information that's exchanged at these stages. Yeah, maybe it's an older school method that you're, you're talking about when you map this out and you want to upgrade to digital. But if you could come to an agency like Media Junction or Impulse Creative or somebody else and say, this is basically our ideal sales process for the best deals and the best leads that we, we get. You know, it, when it works well, it flows kind of like this. And this is where we, we've exchanged content in one format or the other that cleared that roadblock. Then we've got something to work with to say, well, this data matters. We need to be capturing these fields at this point. Uh, there's an opportunity for an email-based exchange at that step where you don't have one already. There's some standard tasks we should be assigning to sales to ensure that the, the beautiful ideal follow-up that you just described in your map there can actually happen standard each time. Here's an email template where we can say perfectly the thing that you said that often you hope gets said at this stage of your process. Because it's really tough otherwise when they kind of, you know, as Georgia comes to you and they vaguely describe what they wish could happen versus what kind of happens sometimes, you know, and, and you have to sort of guess what that ideal is. Think about that ideal first, folks. That's your sales process. That's your company. We shouldn't have to necessarily wait for that. Now, you need someone to help facilitate that. Like I said, you get a consultant and one a HubSpot agency worth their salt uh, should be able to do that. So I'd say to have that first, have the data gathered, have the have the different apps that need to integrate and map forward mapped. If we're doing a website migration over to the HubSpot CMS, which I'm a huge fan of, so you have everything under one roof, everything uh, managed in a central 
you know, central set of data and stuff like that. Um, have the have the site map start, you know, starting to flesh out. Come with some research and preparation. Don't just say, well, I'll wait till we sign the big check to those consultants or that agency, and they'll drag us kicking and screaming uh, into the future, into this process. Have some of this stuff going as much as you can before you get to the HubSpot part. Then we can help interpret what you gave us data stage-wise, sort of site map, wish list-wise, into what that could look like and what could be done in HubSpot. It's a much clearer conversation. There's a much straighter line we can draw to success uh, from there, the more that you have already fleshed out from what you understand, how things could and should ideally work from your stakeholders. Yeah, mm, so much good stuff. Uh, I want to I wanna talk about how you said you'll be drinking from a fire hose for the first 12 to 18 months. I want to tell you, yes, that's true, but but don't lose like your mind because it goes sure. away. Like it starts to it become these repeatable things. Uh, the foundation, the onboarding's kind of put to rest, put in bed, everything's working. Now, do you look back at it and tweak and test? And of course you do, but, but this kind of big 12 to 18 month hill you get over it it gets easier the other thing that when i was listening to it's funny because a lot of people they'll they'll be like well we got you know hubspot marketing hub professionals so now we're going to onboard marketing but as you were talking about this uh preparation right and and proper preparation prevents piss poor performance let's just throw Boom. that out there um so ding, if ding, you're ding, prepared ding, ding. right ding 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 let's just say that's a winner right there that's tweetable yeah. moment people mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. here here's the thing though when when i was listening to you talk i was like you know it's funny like this mindset of we're just onboarding marketing and i almost pe wish people would realize no it's about onboarding your entire company uh yeah sure, sure you got marketing professional but there's sales tools in there too there's service tools in there sure maybe you got sales professional but there's a little bit of marketing tools in there service like it's hubspot is built in a way that you should think about we're onboarding our entire company so Yes. With that said, 100%. folks, with that said, folks, are you enjoying this interview? I bet you are. I know I have been. Would you like to see another interview with Nick Sal, the man, the myth, the legend, and myself? We can talk about onboarding. We can talk about a bunch of different things, but it's going to have to be at a later date because you got work to do and we got to get you back to getting that HubSpot onboarding. Nick, before we go, why don't you explain to people a little bit more about Media Junction, who you are, how they can get a hold of you if they have questions. Go ahead and give them the lowdown. Sure. I appreciate that, George. And I think that getting feedback, folks, is key on all the work that you do. If you take nothing away from this is as you move along in your planning, in the content you create, in the, the integrations you're trying to map out, and even, frankly, the help that you seek out and partner with over, over time, always be seeking feedback from your, your target audience, from your key stakeholders internally. That will always keep you on true north. Now, uh, the organization that I'm with right now, and George is generous enough to, to cue me here to talk about, is Media Junction. We, uh, I, I got to know Media Junction because they're one of the first HubSpot customers I onboarded uh, back in 2011. And they were one of like maybe 15 out of, two, out of 150 uh, different uh, customers I onboarded that really took it to the max, that, that, that did everything that they were advised to do, uh, that put all of the, the time and everything, got through, the, got through the cuts and bruises and just really powered through in a very standout way. So I always kept them in mind. And then uh, after HubSpot became a big grown-up corporation, which is entirely the point, I started calling back up these really successful agencies that I'd help onboard because I focused a lot in the agency and the HubSpot agency partner program. Uh, mostly. So I've known Media Junction for almost, uh, almost 10 years now. Trish Lassard, the founder, CEO, 
uh, it's a hard business to be successful helping HubSpot customers in a creative, consultative way. We don't sell just widgets here. We dive in with customers and go through the cuts and bruises and help them get through all the growing pains and, and, and making mistakes and going through different revisions and all this type of thing. We're, we provide full service support to HubSpot customers in any aspect of the hubs of HubSpot that they want to onboard. And I think we have a little bit more of a superpower than most in some of our design um, and some of the, the work that we do on the CMS, the HubSpot CMS in particular. We're very passionate about HubSpot. We built our whole uh, agency around HubSpot. Uh, they're mostly based out of St. Paul. Originally, when I joined them, I was one of the first remote employees. I'm based out of here in Boston because with the HubSpot connection, right? We just started hiring people in different states, George. We're turning into uh, a remote organization. And that's kind of what I like to bring to different agencies or teams that I join is how to be more flexible, more agile to continue to evolve. And I'm proud to say that Media Junction just a few weeks ago hit HubSpot's highest tier, the HubSpot Elite Certified Partner tier. Uh, so it's just been really great to, to work with an organization that wants to be uh, you know, tip top, number one, a go-to uh, agency uh, for HubSpot. So if you're interested in learning more about Media Junction, you can go check them out at mediajunction.com, spelled pretty much how it sounds. If you'd like to know more about me, I, I try my best to keep a personal brand website. It's my own copy of HubSpot. They try to keep up to date as well when I have spare time, whenever that exists, right, George? Uh, it would be at nicksalinbound.com if you want to check me out. That's nicksalinbound.com or at nicksalinbound on Twitter. I kind of use that as my shorthand for, you want to talk to Nick about HubSpot inboundy stuff? Look at Nick, look, Google Nick Salinbound. You'll find me. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great onboarding uh, conversation. I appreciate Nick taking time to do this interview. I will say, get the buy-in you need. Have your goal set up. Be ready to manage the projects that you're going to have to do. Definitely have an accountability partner. And reach out to Impulse Creative, Media Junction. Obviously, we're interviewing them, so we trust, love, and know that they can help people with the things that we talk about. Hey let us know who you'd like to see next let us know what you want to learn next and while you're letting us know remember to focus on being a happy helpful humble human and let's do some happy hub spotting along the way